This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning and welcome to Community Connection. I would just like everyone to know we diverted an emergency this morning. My coffee pot was not working. Even my grandson, my six-year-old grandson knows Grammy has to have coffee in the morning. (laughs) So, you know, the pot side quit working, but luckily I have one of those dual ones and the K-cup side, praise the Lord, was working. So Grammy has her coffee, so we're ready to roll this morning. Awesome. I understand that. (laughs) You understand that, Marcy? Gotta have the coffee. Mm -hmm. Um, This morning, we have with us Survivors Resource Center, and we're going to talk about a fun event that's going to be happening this week. Um, It's something that that they did last year. It was very successful. So we're going to talk about Dancing with the Stars and a few. But before we do that, Marcy, remind our listeners who you are. Sure. So Survivor Resource Center provides uh, services to survivors of sexual assault. We provide services to all ages, um, children, adolescents, and adults. We also provide help to significant others. So if a parent of a child who's gone through this or a spouse, um, you know, we help them navigate how they can help their the survivor and then also um, get help with their feelings as well. So we do um, individual, family, and group counseling. We um, go to the hospital if a survivor presents there. So we provide support and advocacy 24-7 there. Um, Legal advocacy, if they choose to report, we help them interact with police. If it goes through the court system, we we help them understand what that all entails and, and provide support through that. And then we have case management. So um any type of needs that the survivor would have such as like needing their locks changed or some emergency assistance we help them with all of those um uh, issues that they might have as well and then we also do prevention education and i'll let chris talk more about that (laughs) okay real, real quick i've got a quick question so you said if they choose to report so explain explain that piece to me Sure. So um, here at the Survivor Resource Center, we are survivor-centered, which means they really make decisions that are best for them. So we provide services to people um, if it happened, you know, last week, if it happened 20 years ago, and they, they want services. And it's true if for some reason, some people decide not to report, um, either out of fear or um, shame, um just just the trauma that they're going through that maybe they don't feel like they're ready to report it as well. And so we support those decisions. We make sure that they understand they won't be alone if they decide to report it, that we'll help them through that. Um, but there's just, you know, sometimes that um, people just can't go through that. Now, of course, with children, we're mandated reporters. And we know that as in society, we have to help protect children. So they have less of the decision-making capacity, but we also, you know, try to help them gain control of their their lives as well throughout that process. But, but again, we're not here to make decisions for our survivors. We're not here to judge them. We're just here to to believe them and support them. Okay, thank you for that. And then we have Chris Bell. Chris, tell me about your time with Survivors Resource Center. I mean, you're certainly not new to the community. A lot of people know you. You've been around a while. Um, but tell me about your role with Survivors Resource. 
Yes, um, my name is Chris Bell. I'm the director of Violence Prevention Education and uh, Marketing. Um, I've been with the agency for a little over a year and a half now. Um, time has went by pretty quick, and um, it's been a, a great time. And um, the, everything has just been good. The community has been good, participating and partnering. Um, and what we do with the on the prevention side, we go into schools and talk about um, topics like Aaron's Law, um, human trafficking for our businesses and um, traumatic care, informed care for um, businesses, services, service clubs, churches, wherever we're needed, uh, we will go. Um, I was just in Paris, Illinois yesterday doing um, Aaron's Law. About 245 kids was in that presentation. That was fun. That was a great community. Um, and we do that and our prevention team goes out and does that in um, Edgar Clark and Vermillion counties. So, Chris, what is Aaron's Law? Aaron's Law was created by Aaron Marin, um, an advocate from um, some some time ago, probably before me, um, my my lifetime. Um, almost giving away my age, uh, <laughs> but it was cre- creative. Uh, she was became an advocate, and it was kind of created. It was about body safety, um, about uh, inappropriate touching, um, child sexual abuse. So all of those topics are while while they are sensitive, it's introduced to the kids in a fun way. Um, in a way that they're able to kind of grasp the concept that if they're being touched, if their bubbles are being violated, that they can report that to a mandated reporter or a trusted adult. And all of those terms are are presented to them in a presentation that they that are defined so they can tell the difference between the two. You know, some kids might think their grandmother um, at home who is is retired and not working or is a mandated reporter where she's actually a trusted adult. You know, so when they go to school and they're seeing their teachers who are most likely and more than likely a mandated reporter so they can kind of tell the difference. Okay, good information. Let's take our first break and then we'll come back and we'll um, talk about, we'll get an update from you, Marcy, about where Survivors Resource is as far as funding. And then Chris will start talking with you about the event that's coming up this week. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Community Connection. This morning we have Survivors Resource with us. We have Marcy Sheridan and Chris Bell. And Marcy, the last time we had um, you all on the show, we were talking about the deficit and the cuts that were happening through the state. Wasn't it the state grant or was it the federal it grant? Yeah, so it, it, it was a federal grant, but it was cuts throughout the state of Illinois to um, rape crisis centers, domestic violence shelters, and child advocacy centers that um, get what's called Victim of Crime Act VOCA funding from the federal government. And our um, cut was, um, it was 50% of our VOCA funds, which was, again, throughout the state. So just a devastating impact. And that translated to losing over $300,000 for our center. So um, it didn't have a lot of notice. I think we found out maybe at the end of February, um, which is, is um, a lot to take in when you're getting ready. July 1st was our fiscal year where that cut would take place. So um, um, since then, we have had some opportunities that we've, um, you know, on a statewide level and a local level that we've had help with. Um, we're still down, though, um, uh, two positions that we just haven't been able to fill. So it has unfortunately increased our waiting list. Um, um, you know, and it's it's not 
it's hard to be on a waiting list. It's hard for us to put people on a waiting list when they really need immediate assistance. So we help them navigate that as best as we can and keep in contact with them. Um, certainly um, provide referrals. Uh, of, of course, unfortunately, most places do have waiting lists now, but um, still working on bridging that gap with the funding, both um, you know locally looking into resources and then on a statewide level advocating for um, for that to change. Mm -hmm. So, um, so some state and local funding came in to yeah, help. yeah. So, um, and it, it's actually through the state, but it was Boca funding the social services block grant um, uh, came through for us. Um, on a statewide level. So I think we lost 12 million as a state and that provided 5 million. So, so again, it didn't, it didn't get us where we needed to be. Um, but it was, it was definitely a, a blessing to have that. And then also the United Way has, um, historically funded our prevention education program. Um, and this year they also added some funding for us for our child counseling program. So we were very happy about that well and that's great because if i remember correctly from my nonprofit days right now is kind of the blackout month for united way funding because united way is doing their big push to start with so they're they're uh promoting the agencies with that and so it's yeah, a they, reminder yeah for sure and and they did stop the blackout so we can fundraise during those times um because they do they really you know, need to fundraise year round and they do a lot of push for it, but, but they've, you know, always historically done that. So yeah, we're, we're really blessed to be a part of the United Way. Just, um, you know, we rely on other agencies and, and they rely on us too. So yeah, definitely, um, think very highly and glad to be a part of them. Yeah, but I'm super happy that, that they stepped up to do that because obviously yeah. it was a huge need that that needed to be filled. You know, I can only imagine when you're ready to report, you're ready to report or, mm -hmm. or you're ready to reach out for help. You know, I can imagine what a big step that is going from this happened to I need help. And, um, you know, I can't imagine at that point being told, well, we'd love to help you, but we can't. Yeah, we can a little bit, but not now. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because it's some, it can be difficult to make that phone call. It can be difficult to come through these doors. Um, you know, we feel like we're, we help people uh, address that fear. And then, you know, it's definitely a comforting place for them. But but that is a big step. So we definitely want to be there for them when they reach out to us. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, you know, enter Chris Bell with this great fundraiser that's going to be happening. Tell us about it, Chris. Well, don't, I don't want to take the credit for that. This was um, <laughs> this is definitely a team effort. Um, the Survivor Resource Center is having the second uh, Dancing for the Stars. I will say I was a, a participant last year, kind of roped into it, but it was fun. <laughs> it was for a fun event, and um, you got to come out and see it. If you're watching this, you got to come out and see it. It's, it's fan spectacular. Um, it is Saturday, and it's coming up really quickly. Quickly. September 30th, uh, cocktails start at 6 p.m. And then the event will start at 7 p.m. And uh, at returning to, to do our MC and host again is Christopher Hightower and Sade Pascal, who are also huge people in our community. They are hilarious. They're phenomenal at what they do. So you got to come and check them out. 
Yep, I, I've. Uh, I don't think I've heard Charday, but I, I definitely know who she is, and she's. You're right. She's very prominent in the community. Mm-hmm. But I have had the opportunity to hear to hear Mr. Chris over the years, <laughs> even uh, even as a child. You know, <laughs> and, and he is something else. So definitely adds um adds some more fun to the already great mm-hmm. event that's going to happen. So does it work like Dancing with the Stars on TV? They do a routine and get points, that type of thing. Yeah, I will say I should have won it last year, but uh, we, we, that's a different subject. But um, yes, uh, and 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 it's an and well, on the flip side, I'll be a judge this year, so I'll be able to kind of see how that end of it works. But yes, um, we did get an email from Brooke Kachevsky, who is also still on the team, um, helping us out, and and because she's this is her baby as well, um, and. From the judge, they get to kind of give points. They get to have a little discussion and then be able to vote. Um, the only part that uh, I felt like I went first, so I got forgot about. So if you're at the the end, you know, you might get that 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 last impact on the judges. Um, but we have a phenomenal lineup. I don't know if everybody knows, but Amory Carey and Ashton Greer is on deck. Um, but my, my, my good friend, Peter Blackman, that's what I cannot wait to see what he has going on. Him and Erica Troxel, um, are teamed up and Andrea, uh, uh, Andrea Troxel is teamed up with Lieutenant Tim McFadden of the, of the fire department, I believe. And then you have Tierra Brown and Mary Catherine Roberson. And so it's going to be a fun event. Um, and lots of, lots of fun. I can't wait to see what they're going to come out with. I did get a chance to see and if, and it is a few of the videos leaked out on our survivor resource, Facebook page, um, the background scene. So I don't know if you saw the dance off with Peter Blackman and Chris Hightower had a little bad dance battle going on there. It was pretty hilarious. Uh, Pete put it on his Facebook page. And um, then you have uh, Ashton Greer and, and Amory Carey pretty much had a movie trailer released. And so they pretty much had a very dynamic that they're really taking it serious. But I will also say in that Peter Blackman has been talking trash. He's been saying <laughs> that they're going to win it. You know, he's very determined um, to make it happen. Okay, well, I can't wait. Let's take our next break, and then we'll come back and we'll give details, cost, place, time, that that sort of thing. We'll be right back. Welcome to the final segment of Community Connection. This morning, we have with us today Chris Bell and Marcy Sheridan, both with Survivors Resource, and we are talking about an event that's happening this week. Chris, give us the details. Sure. You can go get tickets right now on Fisher on the Fisher Theater, Historical Fisher Theater website and on our website, www.survivorresourcecenter.org. Um, there's flyers plastered all over town. Um, there's a scammy um, sticker on the flyer so you can scan it um, for quick access. Um, and, and you can get those tickets online, offline. So we have those available for your convenience. Um, and again, it's September 30th and the cocktails begin at 6 p.m. And the actual event will begin at 7 p.m. And what is the cost for tickets? Uh, that I will have Miss Marcy. Sure. So the cost for tickets, we um, the $30 on the floor, the main floor, 15 in the balcony. Um, and then we have princess seating, if, if you were familiar with the theater. And those are $60 each. And that gets you into the cocktail hour. So as, as does being a sponsor uh, of the event. So, um, yeah, so those are the, the general ticket prices. So, Marcy, do you have a list of your sponsors handy? 
I do. Um, let me grab it here because <laughs> I would love well, to. Let, let's give them a shout out because, you sure. know, obviously Yay. you need funding to make things like this happen. And the more yeah. you can offset the cost of an event, the, the more fundraising you're going to be able to do and put to work for the community. Sure. Yes. Thanks for allowing us to do that. So um, State Line Farms um, uh, is our Shining Star sponsor and Sheridan Farms, a Shining Star sponsor. Our Starbright sponsors are Hall of Fame Plaque and Signs, Heritage Development, Usman Rogers Law. Our Starlight sponsors are Bowers Tree Service, Marilyn Blanton, Casa of Vermillion County, Aaron Emke, Edward Jones Investments, My Box of Central Illinois, Austin Supernot Broker, owner of Freemax Ultimate, and Town Machine Tool Company. And a huge shout out to them. Thank you for yeah. what you're doing and supporting this very important event. Um, so, Chris, talk about, you were talking about violence prevention education and going into the schools. What types of things are, are you seeing? I mean, you know, again, being removed from it, uh, obviously there's a need, which breaks my heart. Oh, yes, yes. The, um, in terms of our education and training, we do go into the schools. We There is a need for it. Um, and what we try to think in terms of grassroots, right? You go back and you try to get into the mindset of the child before they become adults. Um, I know just looking over the summer, the research that we do, I wish I had that when I was a kid. Um, growing up in a home like that and seeing some of the other families and friends that I've had that have suffered from um, child abuse or child sexual abuse. Um, and so we deal with body safety. We deal with sexual harassment. We deal with uh, sexual assault prevention techniques, um, what to do, because some kids are so afraid they don't know what to do. And then we um, we deal with intervention strategies. Um, and I think one of my favorite one is building healthy relationships. I think that is so important. You know, some kids just don't know how to disagree. Right. We come from an era where if somebody likes Michael Jordan, somebody likes LeBron James and they might fight over that. You know, so to be able to have that level of respect for each other's differences is important today. Uh, and again, we'd offer these, these trainings free, free. Let me make sure I make that clear. It's free that we go into the schools and businesses and service clubs, um, school administration. Uh, we, ju we just did uh, partner with Crosspoint Human Services and I believe also Carl. Um, our, one of our prevention staff, Daniel, has went in and done a phenomenal job teaching about human uh, trafficking uh, and then, again, trauma-informed care. Uh, so we have a very phenomenal team of staff to be able to go out and deliver that with a very impactful message. Mm -hmm. And Chris, are the schools pretty receptive to to allowing you all to come in and do these presentations? Yes, every school we've reached out to and some school has have reached out to us. Um, we have also had uh, DAC has also reached out to uh, to us to do some prevention training coming up. I'll have to meet uh, I believe October 12th, I'll be there uh, to, to meet and talk, discuss with some students about prevention training and strategy. So most of our, and that's the beauty of it. It's going from not just our elementary schools, but to the collegiate level, I think is a beautiful thing as well. Mm -hmm. And I, I believe that sometimes people think, well, you're old enough to know better, but you don't. I mean, no. if you haven't learned boundaries and techniques and safety, if you've mm -hmm. not learned that, you've not learned it. And that and knowing being aware of where people have come from, 
Um, you still people are in survival mode and some people have come up differently. Um, you have people who grew up in the north part of town versus those who have grew up in the east side of town. Very different mindsets there. And, and those kids who grew up together, they don't you, they have to know how to have the, that empathy to deal with each other. Yep. Agree with that. Um, so, Marcy, very important that, again, you're allowing this type of, of uh, activity to happen. This is going to be September 30th. It's going to start at 6 o'clock for the cocktail hour, and 7 o'clock is the actual show. $30 for on the, the main seating, $15 for balcony, or you can get princess seating for $60. I personally recommend the princess seating. Number one, you feel like a princess sitting up there. Number two, you can see so much better. So again, all of this funding is going towards survivors' resources. And, and Marcy, are, is there a specific thing that the funding is going to be used for or just in general to help the agency continue doing the great works that you're doing? Right. So right now it is just in general. I mean, if we can get to, we're just trying to get closer and closer to getting that full-time counseling position back. So, um, you know, we've gotten some funding um, towards it, but but really just are trying to get that, that counseling position. Historically, we've, our prevention education department has been very underfunded. We did get a grant that has boosted that and we're, we're glad to have, you know, such a great team doing that great work. Unfortunately, now we've got the um, uh, the counseling side of it that ha that has taken a hit. So, so that's that's what the funding is going towards. All of our services are free; they're confidential, um, and we definitely want to uh, make sure that we get our counselors uh, a counseling position filled. Mm -hmm. So, Marcy and Chris, you both know we have some big hitters in our community and throughout the other counties that you all serve. We have some big hitters that could really step up if someone was listening how much would it cost to fund a counseling position so with um and, and just depending on you know the um the, the pay scale and the degree but it's you know it's getting fifty sixty thousand dollars you know we have very good benefits here we try to start our pay you know um, um well sometimes it's hard to compete um with other agencies but um yeah, so that's kind of the ballpark of getting us a full-time counselor here. Mm -hmm. Okay, community. Well, you just heard that. If you have, um, if you have friends, make sure you're having those conversations because this is something our community needs, and it's something we need to be able to provide to victims. And uh, you know, that's things like this help our community become healthy. So we have to work together. We have to be a team. And um, Chris, this event, the people that are participating in it is definitely one way that people can participate. So we want to pack the Fisher. You know, maybe we're not that $50,000, $60,000 contributor, but we're that $30 person sitting in the audience watching, hearing, listening, seeing what's happening. So, Chris, give us a push one more time for what's getting ready to happen this week. Yes, second annual Dancing for the Stars. Don't forget, it is September 30th. Um, it's coming right up um, at the historic Fisher Theater. Um, and, again, we're going to have a phenomenal cast Christopher Hightower, Sade Pascal will be on board to really escort this, the whole ceremony. So there is going to be a great event. So don't so come out um, and it's going to I don't think anything is going on next Saturday. Um, I don't think we have any football games or anything like that. Come on out and see us and um, have a great time. I'll be there myself as well as a judge with my my sunglasses on all the extravagant and do my little thing as well. 
um, and our other judges panel. Um, I meant to even mention our judges. Um, So um, if that's okay, our judges panel would be Jane McFadden. Uh, We have also Tanya Hill, uh, our police chief Yates, and of course myself. So I'm on board with some very big hitters. So I'm a little intimidated, but uh, I think they, they got my back. Okay, sounds great. So let's get out there this weekend, everybody, Saturday night. Let's get on out to the Fisher. Let's pack the Fisher. Um, get a couple friends. Make sure you go. You can go out for dinner, then go participate in this cocktail hour or just the show itself. This weekend, make sure you're you're supporting the Survivors Resource Center. We'll be back in the morning with another show. Until then, have a great rest of the day. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.